podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Yes, guys, what's going on? Adam McCullough here. This is the Full-Time Devils podcast, and we are here with Trevor and Callum of the United Road blog. Um, we're back. Manchester United won, Liverpool won. And by we're back, I meant we're back for the podcast. Literally, not <laughs> Manchester United are back because we drew with Liverpool. Real, we're back. Give, give, give them the contract. Give them the money now. That's blew up in his face a back. little bit, hasn't it? Oh. Yeah. You still, has anyone, is your opinion on Oli drastically changed? Absolutely not. What no, you, know, you, you know what it is for me, like I said, you know, you, you know me, past history, even when, he came in. I don't believe that Man United should never have had an interim manager. You know that interim manager, Man United. No, 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 no. We've gone where we've gone with it. Now, honesty and transparency. Come out and say to us, this is what's happening. Yes, the results are going to be bad, but we're going to rebuild. So we've got to stick with him. So therefore, we've got to stick with him. Because even now, I mean, I was at the game on on uh, Sunday. People still don't know what's going on. You know, is that the scenario where we're going to support him? Because what if we would have lost that game? People would have said. Call for his head, because that's what happened with Jose, remember, after seven games, 15 games in. Do you know what I mean? So it's what do you do? But if they say to us, this is what's happening, we're giving him three years, we're giving him a Klopp scenario where he's going to let him rebuild, well, then just go with it then, whether we like it or not. Yeah, well, you can't keep sacking managers, can you? I mean, it's just, it's it's not going to do any good for the club. And if did, did he prove any points to anybody on Sunday? I thought his tactics were brilliant to be honest I think he completely stopped Liverpool utilising the full backs as they usually do I thought I thought the, I thought the tactics were spot on to be honest I mean his, his criticism of Oli you always seem to hear is his in-game management I was a bit surprised the, fir- the first substitution didn't come until what 83 minutes something like that I thought it was just before the goal when Marcelo yeah, came I, th- on, I thought bringing someone on earlier might have helped just to sort of steady the game down maybe but that's probably my own only criticism of Oli at the minute but I would, I would, I would ask this question. So with like what, fifteen minutes to go? Why are you doing striker like for like? Why? Why haven't we just blocked it off? Whether you like that cliche part of the bus? Why haven't we? Yeah. But why I... haven't we? Because at the end of the day, seeing where the how the goal, the phase of play, how it came from, with an extra man in the midfield, would he have been allowed to do that? I don't know. We to can, be we fair, can, we... there was three errors there. There was three errors there. I understand so there what you're saying. Might have just been a fourth. It was an extra. Well, well yeah, maybe, but. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I can't believe why he's brought another striker on with that time. You're looking at 50 minutes to go, then you've got eight minutes to go, and you're going, what are you doing? Why have you brought Martial on? Just, just get us. I don't know who you're going to bring on. I don't even know who's on the bloody bench. Well, I looked at it as maybe he wanted Martial just to come back, maybe to get him some minutes under his belt when he's back from his injury, or he wanted to think, well, I'll get Martial on, try and chase that second goal. No. If that was the case, though, you could have either brought a midfielder off, See, cause I but at 1-0 was... up, you shouldn't. I thought it was because Marseille was warming up for a long time. Whether that was just because it's a muscle injury, you want him to get really warm before he comes on. But I felt Ali maybe wanted to make that change early. I had the same criticism, by the way, that he should have made the change earlier. And then maybe he thought, as the game was progressing, that actually we're, we're keeping them out at the moment. Not much is... like There weren't any, you know... A real, they're going to score moments in the, up until they scored. Really, there was a few things flying across the box and all yeah. that, but there weren't any scary moments. And I feel like he just probably thought, 
were quite comfortable here keeping them out. Do you know what I was, though? I thought they were. I thought we were on the back foot for quite a while. I thought United were great for six minutes. No, we were on the back foot, but I thought we were handling it really pretty well. It was all pretty much in front of us. What annoyed me was like obviously being there and seeing it, and then watching the highlighted edited stuff in matches day and it was all them and I'm thinking hold on you're not showing our dominance here mm. because for a good 60 minutes man I mean to be fair you know I hear talk sport and it's the first time that I heard a scouser saying they were lucky that they thought they were lucky to come out with something do you know what I mean because United got the tactics right obviously they didn't play well I expected more from them I said on Twitter I expected more from them knowing what they're about um, I just think to myself 60, 70 minutes bang but we were tired then because we'd worked hard, we'd worked hard. But my question is this. This is my question. So if we're going to raise our game against Liverpool, because teams raise their game against Man United, where's the consistency before? Why? why I don't think it's before? a case of... I think... Actually, it might be, because Newcastle, we didn't perform at all. We were. We but were. I also think it's a case of when teams soak up pressure, mm. we can't break them down. Mm. We can't break them down. And that's why we, we did a video today and was asked, what was the one side? James Madison. Someone to drop in that hole and create something, and we can't break teams down. And the way I, the problem I'd see with James Madison though is is that instead of Pogba because Pogba might be leaving, or is that as well as Pogba? I think to compliment him, when you look at City, they don't just say, "Oh, you've only got we've got one player creating." So if one another one comes in, yeah. like when De Bruyne has a day off, David Silva, Bernardo yeah. Silva are creating. Do you, yeah. do you know what I mean? You kind of need it coming from everywhere, and I feel like. We, we, when Scalzi was creating some great things for us, mm. he, there was also Giggsy chipping in and yeah, yeah. you know Beckham chipping in and other players chipping in, Carrick or whoever was around at them times. And but to be you honest, can't just rely on one man to create everything. To be honest, did you both think we missed Pos- Pogba in that game? Creative wise, yes. Yeah, creative. Defensively, no. Right. But you won't miss him defensively because. Because well, I can only not... go back to PSG, where everything's stacked against us. And without, we were very yeah. lucky that day. Well, well, well yeah, what the, we're lucky about our kid. Yeah, but it don't matter about our kid. But you're talking about this kid. The question you're asking I mean, is, you're flirting around it, but you're asking, are we a better team without Pogba? I think not. Right, no, okay. I wouldn't say we are. Okay, I get your point, but because it's the same old argument as Pogba I being good enough. But it might be a case of players around Pogba look at him and think, God, God, son, do it for us mm, when he mm, plays, mm. and when he doesn't. It's like shit. Yeah, we have to roll our sleeves yeah, up yeah, now. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he does take a lot of stick. <clears throat> but, but, so but, maybe he kind of like protects everyone else from that stick, and then when he's when he's away, they work hard. I don't know. Because just, I've, I've never ever yet, and you know I have sources within the, the game, but I just still no one has come back to me with this definite answer as why we can win twelve games on the bounce, then Oli gets the job, and then we go downhill. How? What has gone on? Because, I think it was because fi- and then, I think and then, and then we, we, we give a performance like that against Liverpool and I'm like they seem to step up against certain opposition though don't they and it could be that's like, what you it, get when you get I think the fans average would have been, players average teams yeah, the, fans, the fans would have would have gone mental if, if they didn't perform like that if you can't step up against Liverpool then you shouldn't be at Man United no but no you see well that's why I disagree because I'm saying if you can't step up against any team, you shouldn't be at Man United. Yeah, but if are, you can only yeah. step up for the big yeah. game, and, yeah. And, 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 and no, for I me, that. this is this is Man United. You know, when I was there, you know, I mean, coaching kids called me Coach Carter because I was tough, mate. I was, I was firm but fair. But I'm saying to them, this is this is Man United. It's not a dog and duck. 
you know what I mean? So when you wear that shirt, mate, you cross that line, you give your all. This is why I love Keen. I don't care what anybody says about, oh, is this, is, un, is, is, is raw, is, is, is loose. No, what he's saying is right, because he sets standards. And to be fair, Fergie set them standards right down from the top, from the top right down. And everybody alluded to that. But what is he, man? Ollie. Yeah, I think he's trying to. I think what he's trying, I don't know whether Ollie's the man. I'm going to keep saying that. I don't know whether he's the man. But what he's trying to do is the right thing. What he's trying to do is what any of us would have tried to do as Manchester United fans. We would have gone in, said, Smalling, you're off. Alexis, you're off. Lukaku, I don't mind if you stay, but yeah, you're off. Um, few other players, you're off. Brought in the likes of, you know, Maguire. We all would we all have signed him. Wamba Saka. Yozzy uh, wanted Maguire? Yeah, but... No, I'm trying to, this is what I'm trying to say. All, all, all to these, sat, but man. all these people, all these, all these. You could things. argue Ali deserves to get sacked, but Jose deserves to get sacked. He said it himself. But yeah, but like he says, and you know, and, and I know, right? If I'm if I'm bringing you in to do a specific job, and I'm promising you A, and you get Z, <laughs> and eventually you're gonna go. Why should I bother? And that's how he got him. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I don't care what you say. How the how no, I can agree we have with that. one of the greatest defensive coaches in the world, right? That you're not. You're not giving him what he wants because he's used to that. If you want my services, I'm on top of my tree, you're giving me X. If I don't get that, not once, not twice. For example, it's wildly reported that William, he's gone for him, win for William. Chelsea said 50, uh, 60 million, United offered him 50. They won't give him an extra 10 million. Why? Yeah. Are you having a joke? The problem with that we is. We wanted Maguire, uh, they've got 80, they've said no. And then we've got Maguire. Whether the reports were true, you know, apparently Solskjaer wanted everyone before pre season, which is fine, I get that. So why, from you know, it might not be true, but Woodward was negotiating with Leicester for God knows how long, saying, all right, we'll give you 60 million. No, we want 80. All right, we'll give you 70 million. No, we want 80. All right, we'll give you 75 million. No, we want 80. Why didn't he just go, right, you can have 80 million, let's get it done and dusted, and we can look at another position that we need. Adam said so many times we've needed a creative player. You can see it's clear as day now we are struggling to create chances. As well as a striker, look at the, the absolute lack of depth up front. Well, who's fault's that? That's what, is it Solskjaer's or is it I don't. I'm saying to you, it's Woodward. I'm saying to you, it's Woodward. Can I just agree. introduce into this topic of conversation while we're on the point of Woodward and we're going around with Solskjaer? He, great interview in United We Stand, uh, the fanzine this week. Um, we're not going to give away all the quotes like some have <laughs> yeah. done. But if you want to check it out, subscribe to United We Stand. You don't have to get it from a game. You can get it online as well. Um, check it out. Andy Mitten's great work. I think um, Ed Wood would come out and he's been pretty defensive of himself. Um, so I just wanted to introduce those quotes into the mix as well because we've these thoughts on social come on the backdrop of Ed Wood almost saying, I'm not responsible for the football side of things. We've got great footballing men making decisions. We, we're, we're making critical decisions in terms of players. Some players were not going for the for the right reasons, and you know, Wambasaka, Maguire, they were all very well thought of. How do you feel when he's coming out and in defence of himself like that? Deflection, isn't it? Yeah, deflection because a man has getting hammered. Listen, whether you like it or not, he's not a football man. From a marketing point of view, he's brilliant in it, and he does whatever he does. Right, David Gill was different. David Gill knew about football and then introduced the rest of it and it complemented it. Woodward tried to do the reverse. Coming as a businessman, Mark, you know, who brokered the deal with the with the Glazers, everybody knows that. On the week that Ollie gets the job, he gets a 60% pay rise, they take more money out of it, blah, 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 blah. Now, for me, I don't care what he says, because if you're the manager, 
and you're telling me to lower the wage bill. But I go, hold on a minute. If you're telling me to get rid of Lukaku and Suarez, that's saving us... Sanchez. Sanchez, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Spit that one. Do you know what I mean? Sanchez, which is saving us probably a million a week or whatever, say, you know, thereabouts. You're leaving, like you've just said, Callum, you're leaving us with no strength in depth. Now, if I'm the manager... I'm saying that you, you, this is not happening. One of him's going to go all That's two. why I introduced that because I feel like he was almost saying this was it was up to Ali. Mm. But yes, it, it this is where I'm saying it might have been Ali's decision not to sign a replacement on the last day of the window because he didn't just want to sign anybody. But what it was clear was we wanted to sell Lukaku from the start of the window. Right. We wanted to let Sanchez go. Mm-hmm. Darmian, Smalling, all these players mm-hmm. were made available. Yeah. Yet we didn't get rid of them to the end of the window. That's not Ali's fault. That's Ed Woodward's fault. Yeah. And he has to take some responsibility for either delegating or being the man that makes those and makes those things happen. And I just found it really weird that a man that's in such a high position at one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah. Can't take criticism. Yeah, no, like, it's fucking the, unbelievable. In, in coming out that football uh, football men are are making the decisions. Well, look over the last six seven years. It, it to the fans, it really really does not look like it. Now, before you go on, sorry, we need we've got a re- little read we need to do now. You might need a beer for this bit because you know what it is a bit sobering when you hear of this, um, what Woodward's doing and all that stuff. But beer52.com/slash/devils is the place to be if you want. Eight free beers. Yes, you heard that absolutely right. Let me get the read up right now so I give it to you properly. So beer52.com forward slash devils. All you have to do is pay the postage of £4.95 and they'll send you a whole load of uh, beers. You usually get eight in a, in a box, but I think because you're a full-time Devils listener and viewer, you'll get an extra two free beers. So that's a total of 10 free beers. There are all sorts of... <laughs> Hipster stuff, ales and pale ales and IPAs and all My that favorite. stuff. And what it is, is it's kind of like, you know, when people have these, like, there's like, they get food sent to them and it's random yeah, meats yeah, yeah, and yeah. random. It's kind of the same with these. It's random beers that right. you get sent to you. And if you like them, you'll, you'll pick up different tastes for things. So it's, it's pretty good. Beer52.com slash devils to get 10 free beers for £4.95 postage and packaging. An independent UK beer company uh, is, is Beer52. And yeah. Check it out. 18 plus T's and C's um, apply and all that. So we've got that in. For yeah, for you two. I don't drink. We are um, for you two. You, 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 you're off <laughs> it as well? I've not, I'm not drunk for years. I don't drink. Fair play. It's well re- Fair smell, play. Too. I drink, but I can't drink. That's it, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah. I am an absolute lightweight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Two pints gone. Boom. Two, two pints gone. <laughs> so, so this this 10 pack would, would, would give me five. Yeah, it'd, give you, a, it'd give you a week. A week's worth. <laughs> um, Sorry for interrupting you there, Callum. Um, as you were saying about Edward coming out in defence of himself. I just, I just think over the last six or seven years, however long it is, you can see it's, it's not really been football men who've been making the decisions. It just seems like, like Ollie didn't want to sign anyone on the last day of the window because, just because. But it seems like that's sort of what we've been doing over the last few years. Um, I think. You kind of mentioned that as well, in there. but 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 mm. but for me, it's like you know, and I don't care what I keep going back about Fergie because we've moved on. But the unfortunate thing about it is we haven't moved on. Well, <laughs> that's no, that's no, no. Well, I mean, you know, in terms of management, what I'm trying to say is right. You are only in a commanding position when you're successful. So as Fergie, he would won whatever he wanted in. There was n- there was nothing that he could ask for that he couldn't get, right? 
There was nothing that he couldn't ask for. So I think bringing pure success to the club, if he wanted to go out and get so-and-so, he's having uh, it. He's I having th- it. Th- I think no, that's hold a lie, on. We had to pay the premium. I think that's we had to pay a lie, the premium. You know. Do you not think so? I think that's a lie, you know, because when you look at down the years, especially from 2005 when the Glazers come in, right. and you look at the kind of players that we were signing, and look, I've researched this before, so I kind of know, but I'm just okay. going to bring... I'm going to try and find it, Man United, historical transfers. But you look at it, yeah? Yeah. And you look at some of the windows. We were bringing in one window we brought in, I think, like Park Jason Carrick, Van der Sar, right. which on paper is very good. Yeah. But in terms of money spent, it was about 25, mi- like right, yeah, yeah. 25 million, which is yeah. very shrewd de- business. The game's changed that kid. But no, 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 but yeah. Chelsea was scooping up at them times, the Essiens and the Robins and all that. Yeah, yeah. The only reason we kept in touch with them because was a Fergie. If Let's he, be real. Of course, but we had to, we had to, because we, we, we've Fergie didn't track. get everybody he wanted. No, that's what my point was. Yeah, I understand. And Rooney I, came out, and we know he came out, and we hated him for it. But he was like, we need to compete with these teams. You're right, anywhere. and that's where we per- lost the, it. The perfect example of that is, 2009, I think it was, we lost Ronaldo and Tevez, and we replaced them with what? Overtan Valencia. Valencia and Michael Owen. Owen <laughs> the most boring man on te- television. I mean, that's not a like-for-like replacement, is it? I mean, I'm, and I can, I can almost guarantee... Ferguson but, but have we not gone wrong? This, this is where I think we've gone wrong is that we just thought these marquee, play, marquee players like so it's like Adam and Callum hey, yeah they're, they're doing well they're, we'll get them in but they've actually thought of the system that we're playing can they fit into our system? Now now, whether you like it or not right about Lukaku he was bought to score goals he wasn't bought yeah look he wasn't check bought, this out check this out from, from when the Glazers arrived yeah yeah so 05-06 departures Arrivals. Wait, what's going on here? Okay, so oh five oh six, we made seven million in departures. Right. We we saw we spent twenty eight million. Mm. Twenty one million we spent mm. in oh five oh six. Oh six oh seven, we recouped sixteen million. That was when we sold like Ru Vanistora to to Real Madrid and yeah, David yeah, Jones yeah. to Derby, yeah. and we we spent twenty five million. So that. That one we spent about ten mil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was when we bought Carrick, um, and we got Henrik Larsson on loan. Yeah. Thomas Kushak on loan. Yeah, yeah. Dong Fangju came back from his loan at Royal Antwerp. So that was going on around that time. You see, this is when Roman's just coming and he's spending all his money. So we're not competing financially. The following summer, oh seven, oh eight, we recouped forty-one million pounds when we right. sold the likes of Heinze, Rossi, Smith, Richardson, and Howard. We spent £93 million. That was probably one of the best summers we had under the Glazers. Uh, with Fergie, that's when we signed Anderson, Nanny, Hargreaves, um, just before we went on to win the European Cup. So that was really a big summer for us when we when we re- spent £93 million, But we okay. brought in 42 Okay. So we only spent £50 million even then. Mm. So we were always, you know... S- buying to, and I don't know since, they've, since, since Fergie's gone, they've chucked a lot of money at it. But it's the way you spend money as well. Absolutely, sometimes. yeah. And the, the the money's not been spent properly. Oh eight, oh nine. We we no. recoup six million. But we say the money's not been spent. And we spent forty. But we say the money's not been spent properly. You're right in, in in a lot of ways. But you have to understand market forces are changing. Oh nine ten. Oh was that? Was that's why I like Pep. Oh nine ten. We recoup ninety four million. Gee. And we spent twenty four million. So oh yeah. nine ten. That, that, that was back to back Champions yeah. League finals. Yeah, yeah. Massive, Record massive Glazernomics. The but Glazernomics you see, again, you see, but that's why Pep says, doesn't he? Right, he, under, he understands why where a team like Man United, when they're at the top of their tree, have to pay the premium. And that's why Man City are refusing to do that. And they're getting players that are going to fit into the system. Now, of course they do. But we still have to because of, of what's, what's going on. 
But unless you go, I'm not doing that, but then we've got to look at players who are going to fit into a system, you're going to pay X amount because it's Man United. 10, like 11. you just said Maguire, 60 million, 70 million, 80 million. 2011, we recouped 16 million. But we're also we spending... We spent 26. We're, we're spending premiums because you got the likes of Ed Woodward coming out the other year saying, we can do things in the transfer market no others can up. do. I mean, why would you do that? He's also... I know whether it, football. Yeah, well, exactly. But so, so why is he 11, in the football 11-12, we recouped £12 million pounds mm. and we spent 56. That was when mm. we brought um, David De Gea, Phil Jones, Ashley Young... Phil Again, you, it looks like we spent a lot, but it was realistically only 40 million we spent. Even the following summer, 12, 13, we recouped 9 million and we spent 69 million. So we spent 60 million that one. Mm. Um, that was Fergie's last year. And then the following window, we did spend a lot. Like, so the, the, the following 13, Maria. 14, we had a net of 60, uh, 60 million pounds, 65 million pounds. The following window, we had a net of 130 million pounds. And then the following window after that, we had a net of 50 million pounds. Net after that one was of 120 million pounds. Net after that, 130 million pounds. And so after Fergie left, they did try chucking money at everything, but it was our money. Yeah, yeah. And I know that was annoying me just keep bringing up figures. No, you don't. But it, but I just kind of wanted to annoy everyone at home with me popping up and annoy you guys because that is literally <laughs> what the Glazers have been doing. Yeah, yeah. Look popping up, taking money. Yeah, yeah. We've well, been looking like we're spending a lot, but realistically, when you dig deep. Well, this is supposed to have been our biggest rebuild, our big transition. And if you look, I mean, we sold Lukaku and obviously Sanchez and that have left and Smalling. But we still, again, we recouped. So we spent 70 million, really, this summer. We needed, whether we needed more. That's exactly we, how much we, we just. We needed more than but that. But why, why are you selling both strikers? Because it, because he's been told to cut the wage bill. Now, if you can't tell me as a manager, as a manager, you look at that and look at the look at the broader picture, I can sell you, or I can sell you, I can't do both, because I'm not leaving them, that squad, sure. Martial flip, flips his eyelash and he's out for whatever reason. Rashford isn't going to score you 20-odd goals. And the young lad Greenwood is still too is still too young yet to put pressure on him. No, 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 no. We can talk about Chelsea breeding their youngsters, but it's a different mentality at Man United. You know what I mean? So, what are you doing? Sell one or the other. And do you know no, that James I... has come in, and I was against James coming in personally because I believe in we should be giving his academy players more more chance. But he's mm. come in and he's gone right. This is what I'm doing. The amount of balls he puts in now, Lukaku will be scoring bags. As a natural scorer, he's getting the service now where before he never got the service. But I do think Danny James against Liverpool was a great assist for Rashford's goal, but yeah. he could have had another... Oh, he could have done. Yeah. He, he just didn't pick the pass. But he's getting Rashford, getting... Rashford isn't the centre-forward, unfortunately. He's definitely, he's he's definitely he's on the left wing. Yeah, left forward. I've said it loads of times, his movement into the area, which Lukaku tended to have, isn't good enough. No. But, but it was good at the minute. It was that That's game, what yeah. we need to see from him more, isn't it? The way I'm looking, maybe it's just my miserable, pessimistic self as usual, but you could also look at the fact that those players weren't replaced because it was a almost a protection for the Glazers of not being in the Champions League this season. The massive amount of money that they're going to lose from the sponsorships and the prize money of the trans Champions no, but League. No, but, I but you're not, we're, not, we're not losing I it. I genuinely think Oli said... I don't just want any old player that you got. I don't want Manzuki. Why, why are you offering me Manzuki? Why are we having him at 33? Why, no, but it's like, that's why I think. I, so I think I, we have actually now got a manager that is saying, I don't just want. Remember when Jose kept Darmian just because he never got someone else? Do you remember that? Like, he just kept him just. Like, I think Ollie's like, 
actually, I'm not going to do that. And I, I don't think the club are saying to him, get the wage bill down. I think they're happy that he's going down. But I think, that, I think, just, I think world, because they're so slow, Ali's been forced into these positions where he's actually Would you saying, have got rid of both his top, top strikers? I would have got rid of Lukaku right. if I thought I was replacing him. I would have got rid of Alexis Sanchez and replaced him with Greenwood in the well, squad because he literally offered nothing. Right, okay. So this is what I'm saying I'm asking and you a I question. Are you getting rid of Ollie both, both strikers? Getting, Are you getting rid of both strikers? I believe Ali thought he was getting replaced. Right. By so that is the same scenario with Jose believed he was getting A, B, and C and got shit. And then he went, stuff yards. So then, bomb. We're not, listen, you know me. It's well documented. I was a Jose man. No. Did I like the style of football? No. But as, as, as someone who's going to go in, he's going to blitz the club, he's going to rebuild the, the back four, and we're going to, and that's what he does. In every club, you look at his history, he does. He decimates teams, rebuilds them, and then has a barn and he gets off. For me, the biggest thing is we should have got him in straight after Fergie went. Mm. But you imagine Moyes took us to the quarterfinal of the Champions League that season. What would he have done? I'm not saying we would have won the Champions League, but can you imagine him coming in and winning Champions League in his first season? And he would have come into a team full of winners. Then, and it's different then. You so, can call him. Right. And we would have had that three years hassle. You know what I mean? Wouldn't we? And he would have probably got him three years, but he would have built something. He would have won the league. The whole, yeah, but the Jose thing, I mean, his football was about as I'm exciting. Let's, not, 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 let's I'm not go back. I'm not saying we're not going about I'm just trying to give you an example of trying right. to say. But, but you know, if, if, if we're talking about is Ole the man, would. would would Mourinho have got rid of his two top strikers? No, he wouldn't have done. Oli can, yeah, Oli, like Oli's decision, Oli's decision, no, Oli, listen, you don't have to be a, a, a scientist to understand but this is the thing that I don't we think cannot get Ali's rid of two strikers. I think Oli knew, look, Alexis, who we haven't got rid of two strikers, Alexis offered literally nothing. But where we're playing we got now, rid of one. would he benefit us I now? believe Oli was like, right, Lukaku, and you've got to look at the situation. The situation became one where Lukaku had checked out. Yeah, yeah. He had it mentally. Right. He wasn't even training with United. Right, so let him go. See out. ya. See ya. So even at the end of the window, if, if Oli was thinking, I need a striker, I need to keep it. He couldn't because he had checked out. Well, let him I go. genuinely he believe it was Sanchez a failure well. of the board. Everyone knew Lukaku was off. Right. From July. Right. Yeah, the problem was not replacing Everyone knew Pogba was off. He's still here. Look still at the here. deals we made. He's talking proud about the deals we Pogba made. Pogba's still here. Wambasaka. Wambasaka. Played for Crystal Palace in the Premier League. 51 million. We paid joke. what they... No, that was worth it, but we paid what they wanted. Yeah, but Maguire, Kyle Walker was 50 million however many years ago. Hold on a minute. And he's, what, 28? And he's a right-back. We're playing for a young, possibly our right-back now for the next 10 years. I don't, I'm not arguing the deal. What I'm saying right. is we gave them the asking price after months of negotiations and he's acting like it's shrewd business. Like, he's acting like we needed to scout these players. Trippier, the Trippier has had one dodgy season at Tottenham he gets sold for 20 million. Are you telling me, right? Well, listen, young though, isn't listen, are you telling me that we're not going to get Trippier to cover who can play left and right back, still in England's national, a United fan lives in Bolton? 20 million. You're not having him for cover, aren't you? Do you think. Instead of we've got Young, come on, please. Do you, do yeah, you think we'd have got Trippier for 20 million now? With us being United, I, I think they'd have gone, you're United, 40 million. Well, right, so we've what? got another read before we move on. And I actually want to move on to an interesting topic as well because. Uh, Jamie Carragher and Patrice Ever addressed the Luis Suarez incident, which was interesting. Um, before we go on to that, the athletic.co.uk forward slash full time devils for your 50% off your yearly subscription. Yes, the link is in the description below. The Athletic, the home of fantastic sports content. No clickbait, no bull. It's fantastic. Ornstein's on the football, Mittens on the football. You got all those kind of great guys on the football. You've seen Laurie Whitwell on here. They also cover the MMA, NFL, 
Um, loads of different sports. Um, I've been checking out the boxing articles on there as well, which I've really enjoyed. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're covering everything. So check out The Athletic, UK forward slash full time devils for your 50% off. Um, and yeah, the link's in the description below. 50% off your annual subscription, which works at 2.49 a month. And people buy newspapers every day. Mm. So, you know, it's cheaper than buying the newspaper every day. And it's better than buying the newspaper. Every it's day. not rubbish, actually. Who wants to really buy good. things like the sun and that? Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> anyway, moving on. Can I just quickly have, yes. have a quick one as well? Man uh, United women, brilliant result weekend. Oh, yeah. Thank Man City, yeah. which is a fantastic psychological boost for them. I mean, I went to the game at, at, at the start of the season for the Derby and United we're very unlucky not to get someone out of the game I just love what Casey Stone is doing it's fantastic and also my mate the sports scientist fitness uh, Ellie Turner you go so down to the game so I don't mate so I'm, how can I'm you have to on a fan cam with that and that yeah, I'm, yeah. Be, I'm big into it I'll let your girl do it I'll let your girl yeah, do it yeah so you need to go do one with her next but, time but um, no it's Mind great true. and it's a great psychological I don't thing. like to talk about the women's football because I feel like I'll do it injustice because I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, have fine. a clue. Yeah, so I don't want to jump yeah. on a bandwagon. Yeah, yeah, I, I look at the results, but I haven't followed. You know, I agree, yeah, but a, lot genuine, people, like, a lot of people don't. If you don't I get feel it, like people want to hear genuine, heartfelt opinions about it. You'll yeah. get that I'm from me. I'm as passionate about the women's game as I am about the men's game. That's good, Being involved, so it's good. And it's kind of like Manchester United in non-league football circumstances because they kind of play like at these smaller stadiums and you can go down there have a beer on the, te on the terraces see, well, I, for me well, you know, it's, it's like, like proper old school football but it? I think they missed a trick so for the derby for example why not play the women at 2 o'clock and the men at 4 and one yeah. ticket for 2 which you're going to get more interested do you know what I mean da, 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 da. they because did that the with uh, was it like a, a youth cup final at some point right okay, Remember, okay. Like, but they should do that I'll put that, the right? men first put the men on first 12 o'clock and then the women at 4 and some people stay behind do you know what I mean? But fantastic. Anyway, fair, I, probably, I, I probably wouldn't turn up early, but... No, but if you stay, some you stay behind... So a lot of people yeah. would, I reckon. Yeah. 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 Like a lot of people yeah. would. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are on the concourse drinking an hour before, so... Of course, of course. Yeah. I'm it's sure what, they But would. afterwards, you know what I mean? But yeah, but yeah, I, I get behind them anyway. Sorry. Anyway, Just throw yeah. that in for the And if you are at the games, uh, the Man United women game, Nats, is, Nats there usually doing fan cams, so check that out as well. Um, Jamie Carragher, Patrice Ebra, um, discussed the racism incident. Um, Jamie Carragher apologised for his part in it and wearing the t-shirt how many years is that? Um, it what, is eight years a long it? time <laughs> long time um, it was first of all hats off to Sky for addressing it because they could have not addressed the elephant in the room do you know what I mean? just skirted over it spoke about racism recently and not spoken about the Luis Suarez ever incident so I was glad they tackled it it was refreshing to actually finally hear someone apologise for it but I also had a bit of a feeling of, why couldn't you say it then? That's my issue. Yeah, it, I think that's my issue. You know me, listen, being at a club, I've worked with Kick It Out. But I do like Jamie Carragher. Not of time, I've worked with Kick It Out lots of times. Do they do enough? No, I don't, as far as I'm concerned, they've regressed. You know what I mean? We've got, we've got the man who thinks he speaks as the expert on racism for all black people, John Barnes, completely pathetic. Some of the he has nothing to do with some of the, out, some of the, some <laughs> of the no, but he's worked with him. Like, like we yeah. used to go into schools and kids used to come in and they'd come in and do stuff with him and do it with Sarah, etc. It's about racism. One question that I was got asked, they go, "How do you deal with racism, sir?" And they go, "You know what? It's a personal thing. It's in the moment. There's, for me, there's no right way or wrong way to deal with racism. Someone might call me the n-word, I smack him. Someone might call me the n-word, and I laugh at him and go, it's in the moment how you are.'" This is what I truly believe is how you are in that moment. It is a personal... It's because, a thing, right. Because a lot of people of colour as well, they've come out, even non-people of colour that have commented on it, 
they all have a different opinion on how it should have been handled. And I think some people say England should have walked off the pitch. Absolutely. I say England should have walked off the pitch. Yeah. And I feel if England were losing, they would have walked off the pitch. Well. I feel because they were winning, it was easier to say, let's just absolutely spank these lads. You know do what I, mean? I think? Them a do I think they say... Hats off to Haringey for actually walking absolutely. off the pitch yeah, um, in the FA Cup game the, the maybe would have been a lot of pressure on them not to mm. big opportunity for them mm. they go one nil down against Yeovil. Yeah, yeah. their goalkeepers racially abused yeah. by the by the fans mm. and they walk off the pitch and their manager spoke after and he was like i can't look in my players faces yeah when they're telling me what they're hearing Correct. and allow them to go back I, as a human i can't do it and that's why i think while i criticize the england players for staying on the pitch against bulgaria I almost feel like a dickhead for doing that because I'm expecting Tyrone Mings, who's making his England debut, to come off the pitch. That decision shouldn't be left to them. That should almost be down to the referee to say, this is too much. You know what I mean? You, you, yeah, we, yeah, should be yeah. we shouldn't be t putting the decision in, in, into the hands of the abused because it's emotional for them and it's going <clears> to <throat> become something that splits. So what if England go into the dressing room, Raheem Sterling's like, I want to come off. Marcus Rashford's like, I want to stay on. Tyrone Mings like, lads, this is my debut. Like, so you've then got three people with different opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are all maybe feeling the same. So ultimately, that decision should be taken out of their hands in order to make a stand. And I feel Haringey's manager did that for them, whereas referees or maybe UEFA FIFA should stand up and help them. But what did you think of? Of the discussion between Carragher and... I've not actually seen it yet. I just got sent a video before. I didn't watch the game. You know what I mean? Today, but I'll find some quotes what, now yeah. from Jamie Carragher. I saw, I saw the... Um, I, yeah. I saw the... Uh, you the There's a 12-minute thing, isn't there? I didn't watch it all, but I watched the... I watched it I watched the Ever Apology. And if anything, I thought it was... It should have been done seven years ago. Eight, seven and a half years ago. I thought Carragher coming out saying it wasn't Kenny Dalgleish who... Who knew about it and all that? I thought I think you're trying to protect somebody there because mm. he would have known about it. He, a few I mean, comments about that. The, well. I mean, the manager, the manager would have known about it, and and surely the and manager I, has the. But this is this the, is the, the, the veto, right? <laughs> can this, just is, say, this ain't happening on my watch, lad. Yeah, so it's yeah, but this is my thing of general terms of bands. So when that all kicked off, you never heard bands. You never heard bands come out and say say stuff because the impression everybody got, even people I know in Liverpool, that he still thought he was going to get a coaching job back there. So if he comes out and he berates that, you're berating the club. And we know it happens. It happens Jamie Carragher said, apologies. As a club, we got it wrong. I look mm. at myself and I say, I didn't have the courage as an individual to say I wasn't wearing it. Patrice Everett said it hurt more to him because it came out after, after the verdict. After the ban, yeah. After. Not before the verdict. That's what I got. He said, if it was before the verdict, maybe I could understand a little bit, but it came out after the verdict. And that is as well another point. Like and the abuse that he got from the fans. Remember, it was, it was, he played yeah. after that. It and was, he's always got booed. And that's almost because the club kind of the club gave they protected a guilty for, racist, like, effectively. But they almost allowed the fans to to, to 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 target everything. Yeah, they're in, complicit in, in that. They're complicit in that. Mm. Whether whether people like it or not is, is complicit. Because I always say we, we talk about this, and people say, "Oh yeah, listen, we're we're we're, we're not." Uh, naive enough to know every club has racist fans. We know that. We can't control what they say. But I just know, like there's been an incident that weekend at United, that people around me who are who are white, before I could say something as a black kid, they would be saying something to that individual and he'd be, he'd be gone. He'd be gone. Do you know what I mean? When there's a whole lot of them, well then you take more serious measures. 
But for me, this is why I am so against, I don't even call them by the name, I call them Racist FC, and so do all my mates, white and black, we call them by that. Is that Chelsea Liverpool? Liverpool. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? Now, for me, the biggest thing that they could have done to upset the whole apple cart, Suarez should have got sacked. So should... But so did, should let me just, let me just finish. Yeah, right. So should have got sacked and so should Terry. But because of the money involved, they couldn't. They couldn't do it. That right? was the point that... Um, and so Carragher I don't get me. If I'm point. now a granddad and if my grandson gets scouted for Liverpool, do you think he'd be going there? No way would he be going there with their historical abuse. There's no way. I don't care. He's not going, you know. And that is, and, and you see, but that's half the issue. That's half the issue that has yeah. been with black players before. Yeah. That they wouldn't stand out because they're scared to lose their two hundred and fifty grand a week or blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So now we, we, we've come, we've come in reverse. Someone says to me today, "Well, why didn't players walk off back in the day?" Because back in the day, there wasn't enough black players that could make a stand. And Ian because Ra- the attitude Ian was, Ryan made the attitude was, oh, stiff up a lip, go on with it, get on with score it. a few goals, well, stick he, it up, prove them wrong. But now the millionaires before they go on the pitch. Yeah, but that's Ian Wright made the good point of they were the they were the generation of footballers who had to deal with it. And yeah. It's nice to see that now yeah. the generation Malcolm of footballers, yeah, have got that have got that sort of decision that they can walk off. Thirty one percent of players in yeah. Premiership are black. But, the, but uh, I'm glad Carragher came out and said that. Clubs have a tendency to, to protect their own, and that's bang on. I mean, look, United have Ron Atkins and IMU TV, so we're not. No, not totally. Clean. No, clean. ourselves. Yeah, he put but in order. When you look at John Terry at Chelsea, he was protected. Luis Suarez, they are protected because they are assets to those clubs. Yeah. If they were youth players, mm-hmm. if they were the cleaner. Yeah, yeah. That was the kit man. They get sacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't get sacked because they're worth a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. So I was glad that Carragher kind of came out and said that because then it kind of makes clubs think about their conduct when one of their players is guilty of it. And now that it's been said out in the open, hopefully they would think that. Not that I think it will. I don't think anything changes, unfortunately. The, I mean, the thing I seem to get sick of is, I mean, I've obviously never experienced racism, but the one thing I'm noticing about it at the minute is John Barnes seems to be the media's no, go-to. He's, he's the media's go-to to go, let's get his opinion. Listen, is he the only spokesman for all black no, footballers? No, he thinks he is. Because and like, he seems to think he is. There's so many out there. What people don't Ian understand Wright about was Barnes, perfect for it. What people don't understand about Barnes is right. Barnes came from an affluent background. Now, I listen, so back when I was at United, we did a, a black players that played for Man United, right, for the museum. It then went from there, it went to the National Museum. Because it went, it, first of all, it started with black players that played for Man United. Then it went to black Who's players the first that played for Remy Moses? No, um, I can't remember his first, his first name. And then it was Oshie Williams, and then it was Tony Whelan. He was at the Caddy Mountain, but it was a kid before so him. So what year was it? So you're talking 1970-something, mm. right? But we had the thing, but we put, it was quite interesting, because we put Giggs up there, right? So Ken Merritt was the secretary. His, his dad's black. So Ken Merritt was the secretary, and he's gone, why have we put him on there? He's not black. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Can I have it? I said, it's mixed race. No, he's not. Now, to this day, I'll ask you the question. I would have thousands of fans out there because Gizzy don't walk around with iron black stamped on his head and he's light-skinned. How many, how many players know that he's black? So they had that. But when Barnes refuses to make a comment on Suarez because he's thinking he's going to get a job back at Liverpool, then don't get it. And comes out like you rightly said, Callum, he's now be the expert. He came from a privileged background. Oh, his dad was an ambassador. He only experienced racism when he came out and, and, and the big banana was thrown. Is he the expert though? Because he's the cynical middle class person. I think, I think John mm-hmm. Barnes talks to the media. Shit. I think middle he talks, class. mainly talks shit, yeah. And especially when he came out the other week and he said, Sancho. Yeah, Sancho. Yeah, Sancho. And then he said, Oh, there's loads of black players getting chances in non league football and most of them are crap. Like, why are you talking about? But 
I don't get this notion that just because one person of color speaks, he speaks for every Everybody. other. Exactly. Like when I stand in front of a fan cam and I do mm. my review, yeah. I don't speak for every Manchester United fan. No. Like some people think I do. When a white person speaks mm. on white issues, mm. they don't speak for every. Everybody. No one says, "Oh, they're speaking for every other white That's person." Correct. So I don't think we should. I don't. I'm not accusing any of one of doing that, but I th think like we easy to fall into that trap and think, "Oh, just because one person of color is saying that." Because Everyone I think the press, I'm like sorry, I think the press, then because he comes over Mr. Articulate, like you just said, Callum, he's from a middle class background, and Mr. Articulate, and they think he can he can articulate himself well, then other other black players can't. What? Les Ferdinand. Pff, speak to Les Ferdinand. Speak to any 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 black player. Don't just give him right. Right, it and anybody, but even sometimes right, you know what I mean. The thought when he on about England, yeah, yeah, but then he went, oh yeah, we got stuff, we got uh, racing, we got a kick in the backside, and blah 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 blah. <laughs> Don't just pamper to what they wanted to say because again, you're in front of the television and you go, I'm going to say this, but I can't say that because I'll lose my contract. No, players, fans would appreciate it more if he spoke as we spoke. If you get in the net, listen, I'll ask any man. Money is worth more than morals in the game now, and that's wrong. That's what's wrong about it. It should be morals. It, when we were when we were kids, right, and we faced racism, on the pitch, it's kicking off. You're not so the protocol is right. I'm going to call you the p word. Oh, let that one go for a minute. Yeah. And then and the, the, the next time, time, the next time, I'm going to let uh, the public address system do it. And then the third one, call up. Are you joking? The first it's time in my like team, so the first time it's the same, same as we're playing the black team, right? And we had, we had white players playing with us, but no other black team could say to you, you're white so and so, because the black players are going, What you do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, it's like you've got to be called. I think it's self pleasing sometimes as well. Well, yeah. really, if you think about it, if someone's called it once, boom, go off. Go Not, there should be no, we have to wrap this up by the way. Sorry, sorry, too, because we are running out of time. Um, so I do apologize cutting you off. The reason I want to keep you going because yeah, yeah. we need to get Wally of the week in, oh, and I kind of want to lighten it up. We've been speaking about racism a lot. Um, I think it has to be spoken about. Um, and we've spoken about it a lot over the week. So just to lighten it up at the end of it, what are the other weeks? I am Adam But morals over money is the main. I think that's a good title. I've got one. If To be fair, I've got quite a few from the past week. Yeah, you said you had eight, I think. I think I've got eight, but... Go on, we'll comment on them then. <laughs> I've got... Um, I don't know if you saw the tweet. There was a woman who said, uh, if you all hate Manx, clap your hands. Um, she's lived in Manchester for 40 years and owns a bar near to where I live. I won't mention the bar. Mention it. Name and shame. Nah, yeah. So. You can't, that's like me saying that. It's like, Adam, you're a Manchester United fan. Do you know what, though? I, li I, li I quite like the bar. Name and shame. It's, it's, you you it, can't go in there now, surely. It's, it's, it's one in Ermston, so I'm sure people who listen to it in that area will know I exactly what I'm I, about. I think if you're going to... If you if someone gets nominated for Wally of the Week, I agree, yeah. they have to get properly named. Not tea, I, was she's called, tea place. I think she's called Jane. I think she's called Jane. <laughs> but we'll leave Someone's it mom just we'll name dropped Jane. as Wally of the Week. Right, yeah. She got a bar in Ermston. Right, okay. She got a bar in Ermston, and she mm. said, "If you want she, it, Manx, can't obviously with a game of the weekend. Fan. She's Liverpool for a scouser, and she and she tweeted, uh, "If you all hate Manx, clap your hands." Well, she's second our money then. She's second the Manx yeah. money though. Okay. Someone, someone made a good comment though, about saying, uh, "I I, th I think I speak for all Mancunians, but your application has been declined because <laughs> she said how she was an adopted Manx, and I thought, <laughs> well, it was quite funny. Raphael van der Vaart's a good shout as well for him saying that about Maguire." Saying if um, he could go to a Sunday league team and find three Maguires, if he's worth 80 million, Van Dyke's worth 300 million. Well, I mean, if a Sunday league football is worth 80 million, 
and Van Dyke's I just worth thought million. I thought it was How good is Van Dyke? I just don't get <laughs> honest. I, I'm sorry, I know we're going quickly off, but I don't really get all this Van Dyke thing. I mean, you know, listen, I'm that not denying mean, the kid's man, a top on. player, mate. But Balloon Dior, come on. Please. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyway, what did you call it? Balloon Dior, I call it. Balloon. <laughs> not Ballon d'Or. Balloon. Uh, Wally of the Week, Trev? I don't know, you know. Maybe, 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 maybe. Mine is the traffic warden that's currently putting a ticket on my car. By the way. That's why you get the tramming. I don't know. Whatever. I don't. I don't know. To be honest with you, because it's football related. I'm just thinking. Ashley Young for his man marking skills. At when I just think it's a Wally period for him. So <laughs> not, not just a week. But no, I no, I haven't got one. Right. You know, got I don't one? think. No. no. Oh, VAR. VAR's got to be the Wally of the week, hasn't it? Yeah. With the whole thing, eight goals disallowed over the over the weekend. Southampton have had seven goals chalked off against them with VAR. They must love it. That Delafayu. One oh, awful oh how 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 you can go to any referee and look at that and penalty. then then they go back into the referee's ear and say yeah we agree with you that wasn't a penalty I just don't oh, yeah, I've see got how one I've got one of the week I've got Klopp as well of the week with his rant after the game about about led up to the goal but what about the one week before he never complained when thingy dived he did he complain about when um, when Marnie when Marnie like, dived quit your bitching if you beat us last year we might have actually won the league. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, all that jazz. Make sure you check out Beer 52 and The Athletic as well. The links are in the description below for your free beers and your 50% off The Athletic. Keep it lots full-time devils. Thank you to Callum. Check out his blog. The link is also in the description below for that. Thank you to Trev for joining us. His Twitter awesome, handle man. is also below. And we'll see you later. See y'all. Cheers. Podcast Network.